Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news. Well, praise the Lord and God bless you today. This is Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life, sitting in, unsubstituting for my good friend, Angie Austin. And I just want to tell y'all, happy Friday! Yay! And I'm sitting here in the studio with my good friends, Donna Smith-Hetzler of the Jericho Girls. Oh, bring down the walls of Jericho. That's what I'm talking about, girl. You know how I feel Can about that. Can you hear the thunder oh, of yes. the walls coming down? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Trumpets coming blowing. Down. That's yes, right. Lord. And my other good friend, I call her Mimi. You Yay. can't do that because you haven't established that relationship <laughs> with her yet. But that's Michelle Aaron. Thank how you, you. Doing? Hi. Great. Thank you. On Friday, it's a great day. Always yes, a great day because yes. you make it that way. Well, praise the so Lord. So now your little husband, sometimes he says, he hey, says, it's only two days until what? Until Monday. No, and why does he do that? Because he, <laughs> okay, if you would ask my husband, his name is John, if you uh-huh. would say, how you doing today? Living the dream. Uh-huh. I don't care how bad it is, living the dream. Okay. But then you say, well, happy Friday. Yep, two more, two more work days until Monday. Okay. And I'm like, really? Oh. <laughs> really? Because on Saturday and Sunday, of course, I've got, to-do list sure i'm right. just saying and so he says well only two more days two more work days until yeah, monday. monday got it so all right go. said with love good yes said yes. with love yeah. most <laughs> of the time <laughs> but we're just happy to be here and and just you know just thank god for the opportunity just to talk with y'all today and just to maybe help you to have a better day Sounds Maybe good to, to me. To see something different, have a different perspective mm-hmm. of your life. How often do, does God give us a different perspective of our lives? Mm, that's right. Mm-hmm. You know, think about it. And and Michelle, I have to say this about you. You are one of the most resilient people that oh, I know. Wow. Because you have been through so Everybody much. has so. Everybody has Everybody, but I want to talk about Mimi. Okay, okay. Okay. She's not going to let you off the no, hook. She's like, not. oh, sit right because there, you girl. you are just an awesome individual. You were Miss... Uh, God's sense of humor, Miss Senior America. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he has a great sense of humor. Proves he can use this anywhere, even such as a silly beauty pageant. That's right. Yeah. But it opened up so many doors it for did. you. It and did. that was after you endured... Columbine. Columbine. Columbine, right. Heart attack. Yep. And but everybody has had some kind of thing. The Columbine tragedy was mine. Changed my life, changed every changed everybody's life. Yeah. And then when nine eleven came, everybody mm. else knew how we felt in Columbine. You mm-hmm. know, so it's it's what we do with that then. Um, it can easily lead 
to just giving up. Right. In fact, people would say to me, because I worked with teachers and students at the time, and they'd say, how can you work with kids? They're all bad. Well, no, they're mm. not. That's like saying to me now, how can you work with seniors? You're all old. No, oh. we're not. Oh. I don't use the word old. Experienced. Experienced. Experienced yes. it is. 73 years of experience. Which one do you want to hear That's about? That's what I'm and talking when about. It, it's what we do with that. Yes. It can be a catalyst for greatness. And that's why I so respect parents when uh, you see some parents interviewed who have um, had a child go home to live with Jesus. And yet the, mm. the parent is talking about possibly forgiveness on what the situation was and um, making, making the difference for the child Amen. for the life. And Amen. that is our choice. That Amen. is our choice. And that's your tagline. It is. Yes. Well, and that, be, that came from Columbine because those six days in ICU, uh, when I heard Dylan and Dave's name, I spent and God and I had many, many, many conversations. And my, my, Decision when I came out of there was of uh, the philosophy of Vonette Bright, mm -hmm. who said uh, the fact that God has me living means He still has something left for me to do, mm. and just show me what it is, God. And I, I became passionate about MOPS, mothers of preschoolers, mm -hmm. because I believe a mother has a, a much more difficult job in raising a child. Oh, absolutely. Be, than I did, and uh, the choices, the choices. Dylan made a horrific choice, and right. so those two things, nurturing a, a young mom um, with experience and um, in teaching about choices. So you've you've done the same thing, just in different venues. Yes, ma'am. And you're doing it with, with Jericho's Girls. That's right. With, yes. with a different venue, but mm -hmm. uh, again, God puts us in those situations, and gives us free will and our choice is to listen to him the very best that we can amen mm -hmm. amen and, and like she said donna you do that mm -hmm. with your jericho girls with the women that you are ministering to and teaching to minister to others tell me a little yeah. bit about it tell me how, how do the girls find you well you can find us at jerichogirls.org okay. um, or on facebook and our purpose is to connect in authentic deep connections because we we've lost that mm -hmm. in our society mm -hmm. today mm -hmm. everything's about fluff it's about surface i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine is our motto you know and we can't really share what's going on and the lack of sharing our lives and what's really deeply going on in our souls, you know, keeps us from God, keeps us from relationship with one another. And that's what we were created to do. And so we're missing our ultimate calling if we're not connecting mm -hmm. on that level. Mm -hmm. So yes, so I, uh, I had decided not to have children because they scared the life out of me for one. <laughs> I was that teenager and I thought, oh, God's got a sense of humor, so I'm not gonna even go there. And um, so I decided not to have kids and God said, okay, well, I'm gonna give you lots of women mm -hmm. to shepherd. Amen. And uh, it's, it's been an amazing journey. I thought it was about 12 disciples mm -hmm. that came out of a women's Bible study. And we said, we're gonna connect, we're gonna talk about those walls that we build in place that are based on a foundation of fear and we're gonna see how we can bring those down and I thought that's what it was about 12 of us from there God uh, really moved my heart to write a book about it and then he started multiplying Jericho girls groups so we started seeing churches wanting to have Jericho girls group and then across the nation and then just last year we had our first international in the mountains of Africa and I just sit back and I think 
that's only God. Amen. You know, we have to dream dreams so big that they're that's destined right. to fail that's right. unless God's divine hand is on it. And so I just, I tear up every time because it's him Hallelujah. that is moving. So the smallest little seed of a dream or something that he plants in your heart mm -hmm. can be such a big thing. It can be a small thing too. God does great things. There's nothing small in God. Right. So he could have you do a small ministry, a large ministry, whatever that is. But Mm -hmm. I just, I sit in awe sometimes about age, Jericho. Age-wise for these All women? generations. Okay, So good. we have teen Jericho girls, and we have um, one woman's in her 90s in Sterling, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And they have um, a 17-year-old up to 90. Great. So Great. our whole motto is generations of good. women coming together mm -hmm. from all walks of life, wow. every, you know, aspect of faith, and coming together mm -hmm. and uniting because we are a powerful force. Mm -hmm. When we become one as women and we have each other's back yes. and we're doing what God has called us mm -hmm. to do, we are a powerful force. And then the enemy is shaking in his boots when That's that right. when we That's come right. together that way. So That's good. yeah, yeah. it's, it's Great. super exciting, but it's all him. Yes, it's it is. All him. Yeah. It's all him. That's mm -hmm. all right. Well, we've got a couple of uh, good news stories. Good. The first one is about a little California boy, 11 years old. He wants to place a flag, and this is dear to my heart, on every veteran's mm. grave. Oh, I love it. What Young boys aren't easily appalled, but 11-year-old Preston Sharp sure knows the feeling. Yeah, I was really surprised. And disappointed. Yeah, I'm really disappointed, yeah. Had you seen him like that before? I'm not this angry and passionate. Preston's mom, April, says what upset her son so was visiting his grandpa's grave in Redding, California, and realizing not every veteran in the cemetery had a flag. April says even hours later, he was still harping on it. I was like, son, if you're going to complain about something, you have to do something about it or let it go. And he's like, well, I'm going to do something about it, mom. Next thing she knew, Preston was taking odd jobs and soliciting donations to buy flags and flowers for every veteran in his grandpa's cemetery. And when that cemetery was covered, he moved on to another and then another. And here we are two years and 23,000 graves later. And he does this every week, rain or shine. Thank you for your service, Michael. His devotion really is enormous. Thank you for your service, Samuel. And contagious. Thank you guys so much for coming out today. Now, when uh, word gets out that Preston will be at a cemetery, a lot of folks feel compelled to join in. It's just amazing. People like Vietnam veteran Fred Loveland. What he's doing brings them out because they can't believe that a young man in this country is doing what he does. We got to put the flower in. It is a movement of young and old. Thank you for your service, Lewis. Of those who serve their country and those who are so grateful they did. Thank you for your service, Alan. All led by this little Pied Piper of patriotism who saw an injustice and decided to do something about it. Next Wednesday is Flag Day, but for Preston Sharp, it's just another one of 365 chances to do what's right. Thank you for your service, Norman. You know, and, and this hits home with me because um, now there are two more pro football players yeah, that have decided sitting, to take a seat yes. during the national anthem. Mm. And oh. to me, that's so disrespectful. Yes, I, I just, I, I, I have no words for that. Yeah. I really do not. Yeah, it, because, yeah, the United States, people in the United States, we have made a lot of mistakes oh on both gosh. sides. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter, black, white, Puerto Rican, mm -hmm. Mexican, whatever. We've made a lot of mistakes, but... This is still the United States of America. 
those people that sit, I just think, have you ever been to another country? Exactly. Have you ever experienced anything like what we have? No. Exactly. I mean, y- you just have no idea. That's no right. idea. I, and, and no, I, I'm so in brilliance with you. Yeah. Yeah, I love the mom's comment. I loved her comment that said, son, if, because he was still harping on it or something like yes. that. And she said, uh, if you're going to continue about this, uh, you either have to let it go or do something about it. <laughs> yes. I, mean, I think, what a great comment for yeah, a parent. I, that I, like too. That. I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah. Because we spend so much time in the United States complaining yeah. yes. about our situation, right. mm-hmm. which builds hate, which builds anger, mm-hmm. division, all these things, when we can be doing something about it Absolutely. in a positive way. That's why we do the good news right yeah exactly make that switch on what can we do to make a difference that's positive that's going to make this Mm -hmm. nation a better place to live i think it's really important that we don't play victim olympics here like a lot of other places do it's like who the biggest victim is and how downtrodden you've been in your entire life rather than doing anything about it but we here we don't focus on that and that's one of my Mm -hmm. favorite parts about the show right amen amen and that takes us to the next um good news story about a gentleman who sang the national anthem at Walmart and what happened oh, to him. Oh, you see Attention shoppers, the national anthem was heard in every aisle at a Missouri Walmart. James Fruits made a bet with his friend he'd sing in the store while on vacation with his family. But when the employees heard him belting, they were they were like, please sing for us again. And so I was like, sure, can I do it over the intercom so everybody can hear it this time? And like, yes, we love that. For his standout a cappella performance, the manager gave him a $10 gift card to Walmart and a yellow cape. Attention, Walmart shoppers! Then they asked him to do it again for the night shift. God bless America. Only this time he sang God Bless America. And I heard through the night with a light from above. Where if you're lucky, you'll hear this man singing in your local Walmart. And he can wow, sing. he can sing. Oh my goodness, I love it. Noise. He you really want to see sing. me cry? Uh huh. That's Bring it. on uh-huh. the national anthem oh, and yeah. song, songs about America because that's, right. that's who I am. Uh-huh. You know, and we have to understand. No matter what happened in your family way back <clears> then, <throat> this is still the United States of America. Am I, am I promoting patriotism? You betcha. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. because I served this country in the army. And I, I kind of believe that this guy must have been a soldier at some point. Mm. He had he to serve. He sings with such passion. Yes. 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 That, and the only way I just, I, I can't see him be, being anything other than a veteran. Right. But, you know, we as a people, we've got to come back to the place where we actually appreciate the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's a, it's a becoming a lost art because it's so easy to well satan has to just really be laughing and just Mm -hmm. doing all kinds of things with what he's seen us do and we just have to really run back to our lord well and socially they've made it cool to not like america like you're progressive and you're so above everybody else because Mm -hmm. you can see all the terrible things that america has done right but the idea is that we've had to go through all these terrible things and we still have the greatest country. Correct. And I That's think right. people yes. should really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, Michelle, 
touched on something earlier that a lot of these people haven't been to other countries That's right. where they see how terrible it is or they think that somewhere in Europe it's so much better but mm. they don't have free speech like we do and they mm -hmm. don't have the freedoms that we do so and I think a lot of people don't know that they how to appreciate it because they've never seen it the other side of it mm -hmm. that's right we were I visited Europe for the first time this summer and first time in my life and to see soldiers walk, walking around with um, huge guns mm -hmm. and just patrolling everything that's right. I, I thought oh my gosh you know mm -hmm. I just it was a whole different venue for me yeah, and when it comes to so. playing their national anthem mm. you can bet your sweet bippy everybody is standing mm -hmm, up and they're right. whatever hand salute or whatever they right. have to do they have to do it mm -hmm. right okay right. because they take that as a personal affront mm -hmm. and but we have gotten so lax as, as Dave was saying you know we've just gotten to the place where we just accept we take this it for stuff. granted yes. yes and I think we have a mentality in general of what can America give me? It's that handout, you know, what, yeah. what can you do for me? And I went to Italy last year for the first time. I fell in love with it. Italy mm -hmm. is my oh, place. Italy is oh, the bomb. Oh my gosh, I <laughs> loved it. But what I found out while I was there is the average income is 25,000 a year. Yeah. Mm. So when you think about that and then think about the freedoms and the rights that we have here and the opportunity to become a business owner and to yes. dream your dreams. Mm -hmm. I mean, this country is like no other. <clears throat> and correct. we need to appreciate it and to really uphold it. Well, and however much we dislike this, especially the NFL players, the high-profile guys yes. that are sitting down there in the national anthem, and we think it's disrespectful. We live in a country where you're allowed to do that, right. and you're so right I it. respect that their choice. You know, uh, I can't remember. Is like I just because I don't agree with it, I'll fight to the death for your, uh, you know, mm -hmm. for your ability to say it mm -hmm. because that's how our country. That's what makes our country the best in the world. However, I wish those people would see past that and be able yes. to see the whole picture, and then, you know, as uh, you know, as a sign of respect, stand for the national anthem. However, it is their choice to be able to do it, and that's kind of what sets us apart from everybody else. Mm -hmm. really and is. I think part of that is maturity. Mm -hmm. I, I really do. Um, maturity. I look back certainly on things a hundred years ago that I did that I have such regrets on, but it was at the time what I believed in fully right. and and fought for passionately and so forth. But then looking back, I think, oh my gosh, where was my head? Yeah. You know, yeah. it certainly yeah. wasn't thinking. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think it gives you a totally different perspective because you have served yes. our country. Yeah. Thank you for that mm -hmm. service too. Right. Absolutely. Our men and women who serve for this country, they see it very differently. You put your life on the line for our freedom Absolutely. so that we can go about our day mm -hmm. so that we can dream those dreams and start businesses so you see it much differently than mm -hmm. a lot of us do amen yeah amen so. and I, I i will always love the united states mm -hmm. me too mm -hmm. because the land of the free because of the brave i'm saying it just like that mm -hmm. i really am that's our brave girl over there <laughs> <laughs> i'm a warrior baby uh, i'm right. a warrior michelle what you got coming up oh my goodness uh, a couple things i'm speaking for the spouses of the cherry hills community church i'm excited about that Amen. and talking about I have a um, digging deep, digging deep into what God wants us to do. Amen. Yeah, and excited. how do people get in touch with you? Michelle at MichelleAron.com. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, you know something, and I love the way you do things, especially <laughs> playing that guitar. Girl. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm thankful to still be able to do that. Amen. <laughs> Donna Hessler, what you got coming up? We have the Overwhelmed Conference because none of us are overwhelmed, right? No, no. Right. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we want to alter your perspective. 
perspective of what the word overwhelm really mm -hmm. means because mm -hmm. we spend so much time in a tizzy going through life and being overwhelmed with the wrong things. We want you to walk out of that conference overwhelmed with God's great love Amen. every single moment and to be grateful for what he's given you despite our circumstances. Mm -hmm. We have speakers who have been in the trenches who, mm -hmm. you know, could have walked away from God and said, life is just too overwhelming. And when you hear those stories, you go, okay, I can do this. Yes. I can do life. And, and you leave overwhelmed and overflowing with God's Good. great love. So yes, excited about that. And how do they get tickets? You can go to JerichoGirls.org or find us on Facebook. We actually have an overwhelmed conference page and then Jericho Girls Connect. You can find it there as well. Amen. And this is Beatrice Bruno, the Drill Sergeant of Life. Hey, I'm going to be presenting at the Cry Aloud Spare Not Prayer Summit on this Friday, August the 18th. And it's right here in Denver. If you need information on that, contact me, Beatrice at DrillSergeantOfLife.com. So thank you all so much for joining us today here at The Good News with Angie Austin and friends. We love you, peeps. Just so y'all know, we love y'all and we just want God's best for you. So God bless you and we love you with the love of Jesus. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Make a great choice. The good news of Jesus for you in high definition radio and streaming at 670kltt.com. This is KLTT Commerce City, Denver. Hi, it's Angie. You know, if you're a kid and one of your parents has cancer, a lot of the focus is taken off you as a kid and put on your parent, but also a lot of the finances are put into the treatment of the parent. Well, kids still need to be kids. And so that's where the Doreen Katz Memorial Cancer Foundation comes in. My friend, Adam Katz, helps the families, helps the kids whose parents are suffering through cancer. Let's say they need help with their tuition or a music class or dance class or art therapy. All of those things are paid for. You can get in touch with Adam. He would love to have your help. How would you like to sponsor a kid for a dance class? And it's a great way for the kid to get away from all that cancer treatment and to be a kid again. So please get in touch with Adam Katz at the Doreen Katz Memorial Cancer Foundation. It's named after his wife whom he lost to cancer. You can contact Adam at 720-530-9482. 720-530-9482. You can get more information at DoreenKatzMemorial.org. Your next shopping trip could change the lives of some very special people right here in Colorado. When you shop at ARC Thrift Stores, you'll not only save money, but you'll also give back to our community by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities, just like these ARC ambassadors. A lot of people, they have misconceptions about people with disabilities. A lot of them think that we can't do things that other people can do, and that's just not true. We can do what other people can do. It may take us a little bit more time to do it, but we can. We're just like any other human being. We have feelings and we have emotions, and if given the chance, we can show. And I think that ARC has done a very good job at showing that. I like it there, and it helps me out to learn about reading off the labels and stuff. I like helping out different people, a lot of different people I help out. Find the ARC store near you at arcthrift.org. It's nonprofit, and it's a great company to work for and a great place to shop. And remember, every Saturday, you get 50% off most items in the store. 
Well, praise the Lord and God bless you. And welcome back to the good news with Angie Austin and friends. I am excited. I, I still got my good friend and my sister from another Mr. Donna Hetzler here in the studio with me. Aren't we going to have a good time? We're right going to have a great time. We really are. Yes. We are talking with a new friend, Abby Campbell. Abby, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Amen. And I, I think we've already kind of clicked because I, after reading what was written up about you and, and seeing what you've been doing in the Lord I, I just I told Abby I said you know I'm just gonna let the Holy Spirit flow <laughs> yeah you know because there there comes a times in all of our lives when we just need to flow with the power of the Holy Spirit amen can because we just back up a minute though you always flow with the Holy Spirit <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> well, Lord. well you know sometimes I have to pull it pull him back because <laughs> yeah. you know I'm like okay Holy Ghost hold, hold on hold on wait a minute I, I don't think they're ready for that but I, I think that Abby is ready for this because you've been doing some stuff over in Kenya that is absolutely phenomenal um, with your wings of hope rescue home yes how did you get there? How, what, who are you? What have you been <laughs> am doing? I? Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, I grew up and um, I lived a very dark life. I had um, a drinking problem at 15. I started drinking at 15 and I had a really bad eating disorder and it controlled my life. I did drugs. I was surrounded by all those things. I was in a very abusive relationship with a guy. Um, and uh, when I was 25, I actually had an atheist who told me, your parents are Christian, aren't they? And I was like, yeah, they're Christian, but, you know, uh, <laughs> what about that? And he was like, I think you should go read the Bible. An atheist. An atheist. Imagine, an atheist. Didn't believe wow. it, but he knew that my parents did. So he was just confused. <laughs> he was confused. Okay. So I, uh, a few days later, I woke up, and uh, it was after a long night of drinking, and I, I was just feeling like I was in hell. I felt like I was in hell, and uh, a friend of mine, she texted me, and she asked me to go to church with her, and I was like, this is it. I need to go. You know, the Lord is, like, calling me. I didn't know it was the Lord calling me at the time, but so many people were, like, talking about God, right. and so I went, and uh, the pastor was preaching on Esther and how God uses broken people to do amazing things, and I was like, what? Like, the Lord uses broken people. I just was shocked. I didn't know that, you know. And um, I, in that day in my heart, I just asked God. I said, God, please, um, you can do two things for me. You can either take me out of this world, like find a way to kill me, or you can invade my life completely and, and use it for your glory. And so I'm here now. Um, but after that, he prompted me to tell my parents that I needed to get help. So I... Uh, a month later, I asked. I went to my parents and I said, "I need to go to like rehab. I think I need to get help." And it was in rehab that I had a dream about the Lord, and um, uh, my heart was rotten. It was holy and rotten, and the the hand of God came down from heaven, and He stuck His fingers in the holes in my heart, and I looked down and I could feel it, and it, my heart started to come back to life. And he, as he took his hands out, these little hearts popped out and started flying all over. And I woke up and it was like, the holes of your heart will be filled with God's love to share with those who don't know him. Amen. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So he asked me what I wanted in life. And I said, I, I saw this house and I saw it being filled with kids in Africa. And, and I have a heart for kids and, and especially the youth um, all over the world, not just in Kenya, but I just, I have 
a heart for those people. So uh, I was going to Kenya and um, I was going there for like three days and coming back to the U.S. And when I was there, I was holding babies in an orphanage and the Lord was like, I want you to pray for these babies' mothers. So as I would hold a baby, I would just say, Lord Jesus, be with this baby's mother. Obviously, she's struggling because she gave up her child. And um, there was a time in my life where I, w I believed in abortion. I thought it was an okay thing to do because it was my choice. And now I'm just like, I don't think God designed us to be like that. He designed us to, to have a baby and, um, you know, to, to love it and to, to nourish it. And that's in our instincts, you know. So I started praying for these mothers and... Um, I came back to the U.S. and I graduated from CCU and after that I didn't know what I was going to do and the Lord's just like, I want you to go to Kenya and I was like, oh, no. You know when the Lord calls you to do something big and you just go, oh, oh, Lord. Yes. I don't really? know about that. Really? Is that, that. Really what you yes. want from me? <laughs> I, had, I had a good job and uh, everything like that and I, I just decided this calling was too big on my heart and so I went to Kenya and um, I just started this home, and, and it's a Wings of Hope Rescue Home, and it's for pregnant teenagers. And so uh, we're housing girls ages 11 to 17 um, and their babies. So uh, our, our goal and our mission is to not only give these young girls a future, but to give the next generation a future. It's because we believe that if these young mothers get empowered, um, they'll be able to love their children, show them who the Lord is, and then you have a new generation of these children being raised. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And you say the youngest is 11? Our youngest right now is 13. She was pregnant at 12. Mm -mm. Yeah. And majority of these girls um, didn't get pregnant by choice. Yeah. They were uh, either by a family member or... Um, you have to pay for school in Kenya, so um, some of the men would say, look, I'll pay for your school fees if you have sex with me. Um, and uh, they're young, and in their culture, they're more submissive to men. Yes. So, yes. of course, if an older man's telling you to do something, you have to do it. Mm -hmm. And then there's that taboo. Once they get pregnant, their family's like, we want you to get rid of it. Like, that's a curse on our family. It's a curse. Um, so... Uh, that's where like wing steps in and we work with the Kenyan government so uh, we get them through children's officers and so we're doing everything with the Kenyan law um, and the Kenyans are very supportive of what we're doing uh, right yeah very supportive and it as I'm as I've been in Kenya too my heart's been crying for for America huge i've been like on my knees praying for Americans because I know that they're struggling with this too it's not just a Kenyan thing it's a it's a global thing. Right. So but the culture is so different there. Very different. I run a ministry called the Jericho Girls. And okay. so last year, one of our teen Jericho Girls um, felt like God was sending her to Africa. Yeah. And so it's a miracle of a story, but she got to Africa and she was ministering to these single teen moms and they're mm -hmm. kicked out of their villages yeah. because many of them are raped. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, they're either encouraged to abort you know, or to leave the village. And it's, it's really sad, but same thing, 11, you know, to 15, these yeah. young, young ladies, 
holding babies mm -hmm. and having no education. And so she started a Jericho Girls group among these women who are being taken care of uh, by a ministry there. So I love your vision and what you're doing as yeah. well. But uh, Morgan's story is she was sitting on a hillside mm -hmm. and she said, God, I don't know why you brought me here. I know you wanted me to start a Jericho Girls group, but I don't know what to do. I've got some books. And Hope Along came, sat beside her and Hope Along looked at Morgan and said, I have all these walls and I need to connect with the women in this this place. And so they started a Jericho Girls group. So it's so wow. cool that you're doing that too and hearing that. But what I love about you, Abby, is when you were down and out, you said, God, you can do two things for me. <laughs> and scripture teaches us that we are to ask. Yeah. We are to ask. You know, so many times Jesus went up to the sick and says, what, what do you want me to do for you? He asked that question. You were yeah. able to name it. So how were you so able to name what your need was at that point? I would have to say it was the Holy Spirit yeah. because I wasn't that I didn't even know God then and I just I had come to this point where I just I didn't know what to do and I I couldn't control anything anymore I couldn't control um, the amount of alcohol I was drinking the the eating disorder was completely out of control I had no joy in my life I couldn't find any joy in anything um, that I was looking at people and I was like, why are they so happy? I don't understand because I don't find any joy in any of this. And um, I think people would claim that it to be like depression, but to me that's an absence of God. And um, that's just, I had, yeah, it's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yes, and then to see you so full of life yeah. now and really stepping into your purpose yeah. and doing what you love to do and what God's called you to do, yeah. that is super exciting. So how can you encourage somebody to to take that call you know that when god says hey i'm gonna send you to africa or you know to singapore or wherever you know how do you step up and say okay because i'm like moses i i totally get moses like now you you send somebody else i, I don't need to go to do that so yeah. how do you step into that i think there's a few things um one of them is you just can't escape the call uh for me i I would pray to the Lord. I was like, I, this is a huge decision I'm making. And I, and my parents would remind me that I asked them, am I crazy for like wanting to talk to so many people about moving, like getting confirmation? And they're like, no, it shows that you really care about this decision. And so I went to the Lord and I was like, I just need, I need confirmation. And I can name so many things that the Lord did to confirm this to me. Um, I'll just name one. For example, I was graduating from CCU and I was trying to figure out what to do and I was like I'm just gonna call Grand Canyon University just to see how much it costs for a master's and the lady picks up the phone and she's like hi my name is Kenya how can I help you and oh I my goodness <laughs> I had just prayed for a confirmation too and I I was just like I I laughed and she's like kind of laughing like why is this lady laughing <laughs> and I told her I was like you have no idea I just prayed to God for confirmation to, for me to go to Kenya and she's like well then go to Kenya no so it was just like these confirmations and I think that there's a lot of fear that people have in in stepping into trusting in the Lord completely and um it's scary I I would be lying to you if I said that I didn't doubt God or I wasn't afraid and um I would just say to pray about it, to ask God to give you peace in your heart about going. I had so many people surrounding me that said, Abby, you've talked about this like so much. It's, it's who you are now. If you go and you need to come back, that's okay. Like 
if you fail, you're not actually failing because this is what my dad said. And it's one of the best things I've ever heard anybody say to me. He said, you're a child of God. So that to me is the biggest blessing on the, on this earth. So you can't fail. Like you can't fail doing the will of God. You can't fail doing God's work because he's God and he can't fail. So that's where, uh, I just held on to that. And I had to give up a lot of those worldly things that I thought was like, uh, a normal thing to do. Like I just had to spend more time, um, in prayer, spend more time reading the word, spend more time just writing and uh, and going and meeting with people. And um, now that I look back on it, I just, I thank God that I submitted to and was obedient. Um, but yeah, I would just say to people out there that are feeling that the Lord's calling them to anything, whether it's in the United States or China or, or any ministry, is just to continue to pray. And the Lord, the Lord will give you so much peace about it. He'll confirm it to you because it's his mission that you're doing. It's not yours. It's his. Mm-hmm. That yeah. so speaks to me, too, because I'm always so afraid to fail. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm always afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. And so that really speaks to me that no matter what I do, I'm a child of God yeah. and I'm not going to fail doing his will. Yeah. So I'm going to write that on the top of my computer. <laughs> Just so you know. Amen. And in the write-up, it, it says um, God truly, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. Is that a work in progress or? or amen, I, I'd say amen to that. I will be, I am a work in progress. Amen. I will be to the end. And uh, I, I laugh sometimes and I just say, God, like how, you picked me out of all people. Like, I mean, I just, it just shocks me. I, I don't, this wasn't my plan, right. you know, and I, I look at the, the young girl that I was in, in my mid twenties and, you know, was sailing or cussing like a sailor and drinking booze and, you know, and I just think, Lord, that is a miracle. Amen. Like only you could do that. Like I never thought about this at that point so. so what does wings of hope rescue home need what do you need for your, this ministry uh there's a there's a lot of a lot of stuff that we need um uh financial support of course we're taking what's, what do we have right now we have nine girls in school and school's uh not free um so supporting financially is a huge thing of course prayer and just getting the word out to people um this is a big vision, I think, and I know I remember sitting and and listening to people talk about stuff like this, like sex trafficking and what can you do, like, and I remember thinking, what can I do? You've told me these things, like, how can I help? And there's so many ways, um, just to pray for us, like, um, there's some unsettlement in Kenya right now from elections, and um, there's tribalism there, so we're just praying for them, praying for our girls. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we're still really young. We're only a year old and we have, uh, 13 girls and nine babies and two babies on the way. So we have a lot more room for more. Um, yeah. Amen. And I see you're working with some of the natives over there. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Liu, Liuba, Luba, Luba, Mateshi yeah. and Erwin Mukoyole. Yeah. And it's in Nairobi, Kenya. Mm-hmm. Folks, if you're just joining us, we're talking to Abby Campbell, and we're almost at the end of the segment. Um, she is with Wings of Hope Rescue Home. How do people get in touch with you? They can uh, go to wingsofhoperescuehome.org, and it's our website. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an in- info button you can email. 
Uh, I have an email address as well. Um, I don't know if I can give that out. Uh, it's wings of hope amc at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And she, they have a need. Wings of Hope Rescue Home has a need. Um, donations, carpets, baby nursery, and bedding supplies. If you know anyone over in Kenya yeah. that could possibly help with this ministry, that would be incredible oh, be for huge. Abby. That would just, it would be huge. And so we need to put our hands to this. I used to run a pregnancy crisis center for helping young women to make a decision to have their babies and to help them. Mm -hmm. And I just enjoyed that so much because here in the United States, even yeah. uh, a lot of young women fall into the cracks of the system yep. because there's nobody that cares. Yep, exactly. You know, and you care. And, mm -hmm. I, and I applaud you. And I, I'm look, sitting here looking at this young woman, and y'all know how I talk, this young white woman okay, <laughs> hey. that has, has taken time out of her life mm -hmm. to go to Kenya to minister in this way to cause those young women over there they're they're raped because they're not valued the um society the culture over there dictates that that women are second class citizens third class citizens and they need your help because they're having babies and they didn't want these babies but now that they they're pregnant with them they need help to keep them mm -hmm. and to survive, to live. So, again, give us your information, Abby. How do people get in touch with you? Uh, you can go to our website, which is wingsofhoperescuehome.org, or you can email me directly at wingsofhopeamc at gmail.com. Praise the Lord. You know... Uh, <laughs> First of all, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Good News with Angie Austin and Friends. We really appreciate you. We we just love you. We want you to, to see things in a different way. But get in touch with Wings of Hope Rescue Home and let them know that you care. Let them know that you're praying for them. Let them know if you have contributions. Help these children out over in Kenya because they are still children. Yeah. So God bless y'all. We love you with the love of Jesus. Thank you again for tuning in to The Good News with Angie Austin and Friends. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, this is producer Dave with The Good News. You know, Angie's always talking about how much she loves YMCA of the Rockies. But I don't ever get to talk about how much I love YMCA the Rockies. YMCA the Rockies in Estes Park is located just between Estes and Rocky Mountain National Park. It is the best place. I grew up going there. I went to summer camp when I was a kid. I actually went through the leadership program. I was a camp counselor at YMCA. It is one of the best things. It shaped who I am today. It is really the ideal vacation for everyone. You can do a vacation there. You can have a reunion there. They have weddings. If you want to take your coworkers there, they have conferences. It is the most affordable thing. You don't have to leave the state to go on a really good vacation. If you just want to hang out, you can do that. Or if you want to go on an epic adventure through the mountains, you can also do that. At YMCA The Rockies, they put Christian principles into practice through programs, staff, and facilities in an environment that builds healthy spirit, mind, and body for everyone. It is so affordable. Go to ymcarockies.org for all the information you'll need. Hey, it's Angie Austin with the good news. How would you like to help people of the differently abled community just by donating the things in your house? Yes, I'm talking about ARC. And guess what? You don't even have to take them to ARC. I go there and I shop with a purpose all the time and I buy all kinds of great stuff and it helps people with intellectual and developmental disabilities within our own community. But guess what? They'll come right to your door and pick up your stuff. I have them come about every month or two and I just put everything out of my driveway, put a little note 
that says ARC on it and they come right to my house and pick it up. And believe me, it makes me feel good to know that I'm helping some of my friends out in the community. So let's tell you how to do this, okay? Call 303-238-JANE. That's 303-238-5263. And they'll come right to your house and they'll pick up all your donations. And don't forget to shop at ARC. It's shopping with a purpose. I get all kinds of stuff for my kids there. Clothes, sporting equipment, boots, gloves, baseballs, bats, basketballs, you name it. Check out ARC. Again, shopping with a purpose and they'll come pick up your items. 303-238-JANE. We are talking of finances today. Uh, the author of the book, Please Don't Come Home Except for a Visit, A Field Guide to Creating Independent Adults. Allison Ward is joining us. And Allison, uh, well, welcome, first of all. Welcome to the show. Thank you. We are um, going to start, before we get into your tips about raising kids who are fiscally responsible, with this. This just came out in the last week. America's insomnia problem is even worse than before the Great Recession. And guess what is fueling it? 65% of Americans worry about and lose sleep over money issues, including uh, <laughs> the most popular health care, retirement savings, student loans, mortgages yep. and credit cards all of those are keeping americans up so we would like to raise kids that aren't kept up at night because of these issues right absolutely in fact 81 percent of millennials carry long-term debt like student loan or car note and many of them also have short-term debt most often from credit cards 81 um, in fact 81 percent. can you imagine and then in the last 12 months in one study it showed that 22% of them were hit with late fees, 13% with over-the-limit fees, and 14% on fees for cash advances. Whoa. Yeah. that's right? a, that. So you've got for us um, five steps to budgeting that we hope will help Absolutely. our children to be more financially responsible, uh, maybe even than some of their parents. Yes, right. If you're not doing this now, maybe this will be some tips for the parents as well. But I'm going to tell you, one of the things I hear people say is, oh, my kids are young. They don't really have much money to budget. That is the time to start to get the habits in place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now is the time to start. Even if there is, there are young kids, um, you know, like seven and eight and nine years old, they can, even then they can start budgeting because the first step to budgeting, and this is the step that most people overlook is you've got to define your goal. And it's really the most important step because if not, it's just numbers and it feels like, Oh, I'm making up some rules for why I can't spend my money. That's what people think of when they think of a budget. They think, oh, it's so restricting and I don't get to do what I want to do with my money, right. which is not the case. It's really when you budget, it gives you all the power to do what's most important to you. I think that's so true. Um, so the five steps to budgeting, number one, to find your goal. It does give you power. Goal. It doesn't restrict you. It allows you to go on that mm, vacation to Europe absolutely. or to save to go to exactly. Australia or you know, to take exactly. your whole family to Disney World. So that's the most important step that many kid, people it overlook is. is defining the goal. Yes. And the thing that's most important for kids, because, you know, if they want to buy a car or they want to go on a trip with their friends, right, think about the kid things they want to do, then they can get excited about the process. Okay, that's the first step. The second step is, what's their source of income? Do they get an allowance? Uh, do they get gifts from grandparents? Do they have a little job? All of those things are going to go in the income column. So they're going to write down all the different money that they come have coming in. That's your income. The third step is, what are their expenses? Depending upon the age and sex of your kid, like my daughter likes to get her nails done. So she's got a line item in there for getting her nails done every couple of weeks. 
And with having that, she realized she needed to find a place that was more cost effective because she didn't have enough money in her budget. Well, so, so it's really important to write. And when you make the list, you realize what your expenses are and are the nails more important than going out to the movies with a friend on Friday night. Mm-hmm. So you start to make some trade-offs there. Right. But it's it, what she wants to do. Priorities. Absolutely. You that start the prioritization process. The fourth thing you do is you take all of your income and you subtract all of your expenses and you either have a surplus or a deficit, right? So if you have a surplus, great. That's awesome. If you have a deficit, we need to go back and do some reworking here and see, do you need, what can you do to increase your income? Do you need to get a little job? Do you have a little hobby you can turn into making money? Or what expenses do you need to get rid of? So this is a really a great stop just to check in point. And I would say something about the expenses. One of the things when my kids were little, I started on the habit of putting money aside. Each time they got money, they had to put 10% into a donation envelope. Um, and so that was part of their expenses because that was important to us to have the money, whether it be a church, whether it be on other activities that they want to contribute their own money. So on their expenses, get them in the habit of putting a little money aside for savings. So start that now on their expenses. You know, it's interesting to say the, that because I was just thinking about that in my head, like uh, to make the effort to make sure that they put some of that money aside. So again, five steps to budgeting, define your goals. So for the kid, like my, my son wanted these expensive goggles and he was excited about that. Then what's your source yeah. of income, your expenses? Expenses, surplus and deficit, maybe even, you know, redefining your priorities and finding a, a less expensive way to do some of the things you yes. want, like a matinee instead of a night movie, and then the adjustments exactly. for number five. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And that's it. Those are the five weeks <laughs> Well, I love it. And I love the idea of teaching our kids and not just throwing them out into the world and giving them a credit card. Again, Allison Ward, uh, the book, Please Don't Come Home Except for a Visit, A Field Guide to Creating Independent Adults. Where do we find you, Allison? Go to my website at pleasedontcomehome.com, and there's a chock full of more information there for you. Excellent. Thanks, Allison. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at angieaustinradio.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.